up my sobs. I didn't sound human to myself. I listened to myself moaning. I, I sounded like a wounded animal. I heard myself mumble something. I heard myself saying it. I couldn't believe I'd said it. I didn't know why I'd said it. I'd never said it before. Then I listened to myself say it again and again and again. Please, God, help me. I knew that in reality, in actual fact, I couldn't have said it or anything at all. My larynx was almost gone. That hellish tube was in there. I couldn't even whisper, let alone say anything. But I distinctly heard myself saying it again and again and again. Please, God, help me. I was praying, asking, begging for help begging God to help me, and I thought to myself, me, asking God, begging God, praying? I hadn't even thought about God since I was a boy, yet I was listening to myself begging Him for help over and over again as I moaned in pain. And suddenly my heart stilled. My nerve endings stopped torturing me. I stopped trembling and twitching. My hands stopped dancing. I realized that I wasn't jittery. Even the damn mosquitoes and bugs went away. My knees felt strong. I got up off the curb and I stood up. I opened my eyes. I saw a shimmering, dazzling, nearly blinding brightness that made me cover my eyes with my hands. I wiped my eyes and opened them. The brightness faded back to day. I walked back home. I thought I could do it now. It would be the greatest struggle of my life. It would be excruciatingly difficult, but with God's help, I thought I could do it. I could defeat myself and win, if I fought very hard and if I prayed. Something happened to me on that hellish, muggy day as I sat on the curb seven years ago. For a long time, I didn't know how to describe what it was, but now I do. I was saved. Every cancer is a journey, said my friend Doug, a voice specialist at the Cleveland Clinic who'd seen thousands of cancer patients. It was two weeks after my surgery. You never know where the journey will take you, where you'll go. You have moments of fear, hope, pain, and if you're lucky, joy. What's important is to go with it, wherever it goes. I could never say, enjoy the ride, in this context, but that's sort of what you have to do. Yes, you can affect the safety of your journey by what you do. Don't smoke, don't drink, exercise, eat fish, stay away from red meat. But a great many things on this journey will be outside your control. You have to accept that you're not entirely the driver. I wish you a successful trip. Using that word, saved, didn't come naturally to me. Saved? Who, me? From what? When I was a very young reporter for The Plain Dealer in the late 1960s, I covered a crusade by the Reverend A. A. Allen, world-renowned preacher, healer, at the Cleveland Arena. Thousands of wild-eyed faithful showed up, and I watched cynically as many of them answered the call at the altar. They tossed their crutches aside and hallelujahed, tear-soaked words like, I've been saved, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I've been saved. The trouble was that the second night of the crusade, some of the same people went up to the altar again, threw their crutches away, and yelled, I've been saved, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I've been saved. Almost 40 years later, I was still extremely wary of that word, saved. 
when a young man used it at a book signing to describe what had happened to me as I sat on that curb crying and asking for God's help after my throat surgery. You were saved that day, the young man said, and at first I thought, oh no, please, not that holy roller whoop-de-doo again, but then the more I thought about it, I astounded myself by thinking, yes, that's right, I was saved. From what? From the darkness that I had been drawn to most of my life, the evil I had spent so much time and effort studying and analyzing from the time I was a young man? I sought out and interviewed serial killers and mass murderers trying to understand why they had done their heinous crimes. Then, later in fiction, on the movie screen, I had plotted out the things I had learned from my interviews in films like Jagged Edge and Basic Instinct. In some ways, I was writing about myself, I knew. Nick Coran, Michael Douglas's character.